more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome to your Saturday morning if you've just joined us, if you've been listening since the start of the show. Nice to have you along heading for a top as... Ben just said 19 degrees in Sydney, around about that in Newcastle and getting a little bit warmer, and I say a little bit meaning a little bit, as you head further north. If you're thinking of heading out today, the Sydney enclosed water forecast looks this way. It is westerly, 10 knots to fifth, uh, 10 knots becoming north to northwesterly early in the morning and then below 0.5 of a metre for the seas. Sunny conditions. The offshore report for Broken Bay... To Port Hacking, it is west to northwesterly winds about 10 knots increasing to 10 to 15 knots in the morning. Winds tending north to northwesterly in the afternoon, reaching 20 knots offshore in the evening. Seas below one metre increasing to 1 to 1.5 metres offshore in the early evening and the swell from the south about a metre and sunny conditions. How about we find out how conditions are going up at Tenterfield? I can tell you, cold cold and then colder. <laughs> Can we confirm that, Stevie Bowler? Good morning to you. Yeah, mate, it's freezing up here. <laughs> no two ways about it. It's, we have had some cracking frosts uh, the last couple of weeks and uh, just the last few days, the frosts have just been so thick. Uh, I haven't even cracked the door yet today, but I'll... I'll toddle out onto the veranda and have a look and, ooh, she's foggy, but I can still see the... Uh, uh, you know, stars through the fog, but uh, yeah, she's frosty, very frosty. <laughs> Looking at that, and it's, it's an icy winter wonderland, it's beautiful. Yeah, yep. at least it's not snowing. I hate snow. Now, uh, one I, of the I'm, things we're going to take on board here is for people who think that they might go camping and do some fishing on lakes and dams and stuff like that. Mm, mm, yeah, that look, expect. Expect these freezing conditions. Yeah, look, I mean, it's it's definitely survivable and, and so forth, uh, camping wise. You know, I, I've certainly done plenty of winter camping and, and will do again. Um, fortunately, not last night and uh, not looking likely for tonight either. But uh, I'm uh, I've got a camp for scouts coming up. Oh, I think not next weekend, but the weekend after. I've got, a, I've got a little little camp just a little bit further south, just uh, north of Deepwater Bay. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll uh, be out there in the in the the chill of it. But Do you take a heater with you? No, no. Look, that's uh, I have done. I I must admit, I when we were at um, Mudgy Field Days, uh, the, the small farm field days last year, I think the kids and I did have a, uh, a heater with us. Uh, an oil heater that we plugged into the tent because we were at a powered site at the uh, at the caravan park, and I said, you know "Hey, what, Steve, we'll nip to Kmart and buy an oil heater." <laughs> Steve, I think mm. Grant's camping would be in a five star motel. Yeah, we are. Oh, no, 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 no. I've been camping. I actually, I asked because. We, one time we went camping at Easter, down to East Beach at, at Kayama, mm-hmm. and um, we went with relatives, and the the relatives had a heater, and I'm thinking, that's not camping in winter, having a heater? That's, yeah. that's a cop-out. It depends on the size of your tent. Small tents are easier to warm up. They really are. With, with just body heat, you, 
you'll, yeah. you'll find it. But if you get one of those big pull-up tents that you get at, um, you know, Aldi and, and uh, BCF and things like that, and they're sort of, you know, rated for eight men, but you could fit, you know, three or four people in there comfortably. You know, like eight very, very close dwarfs might be able to do it. But, uh, you know, usually it's about Eight men that are used to submarine training. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, very, very close friends. Um, yeah, you can you can sort of warm uh, the smaller tents up, and swags are perfect for this sort of conditions. You get a, a winter-rated sleeping bag in a swag, and you are toasty warm. You really, you know, it's... Um, the, the problem you have in, in camping in these conditions is getting up in the morning. But you sort of you look out, you crack the ice on the tent, literally, or crack the ice on the swag, you sort of fold back the... Uh, the swag flap and it sort of creaks and cracks and uh, you sort of go, yeah, it's going to be a rough one getting out and finding shoes and putting them on and you know, getting started. And so, so so much more difficult until you can actually get that uh, that gas heater uh, lit up in front of the fire, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I usually just use a fire. On, if I'm have to use gas, I'll, I'll use a small uh, butane uh, thing, but that's usually in summer during bushfire season, but in, yeah. in winter, you know, there's nothing like a fire to warm you up. Yeah, you I just, agree with that. You know, and, uh, yeah, the, these conditions, you, you really want that uh, extra bit of heat, you know, and, and something warm inside you, some uh, porridge or uh, hot chocolate, something like that to, to sort of warm your insides up and, and keep that core temperature up is, is vital. Barnex or rum? <laughs> not rum, because rum uh, generally, you know, it's not terribly good for kids, despite what the pirates say. And also it does, uh, you know, draw the blood away from your uh, your body to deal with your, your liver and, and cools you down. So, um, And it could no. draw you away from your camping trip if you get arrested for uh, giving well, minors alcohol. That's it. And also, you know, in conditions like this, you don't want to be impaired, particularly if you're fishing yeah. alongside a really cold waterway or on top of a waterway. If you're out on a boat, yeah, you you want to uh, leave the booze well alone at the moment, because uh, you know inhibitions can uh, be useful at times for you. And, and on a serious note, too, Steve, when you look at hypothermia. It's not generally people that are caught in, you know, absolute blizzards with, you know, 60 knots of uh, wind and, you know, uh, minus 10 degrees that are, that are going down with hypothermia. This can happen very, very easily. People, you know, get into situations where maybe they've got a bit of dampness on them and it can, you know, in the zero to 10 range, you can suffer from hypothermia. Absolutely. And and when you're sort of in those blizzardy type conditions, generally you're rugged up and ready for it. Yeah. Whereas if you're just out for a quick day fish, you know, and uh, you, you slip into the creek and twist your ankle and then suddenly it's, you know, it's getting dark at 4.30 and uh, it's getting awful cold once the sun goes down. So you might have a nice day of sort of, 17, 18 degrees, but as soon as that sun goes down, boom, you're down to, to four to five, you know, and, and then it gets getting colder as you go along. And you're hobbling your way back to your car cold and wet. Yeah, that's a, a recipe for bad times. Well, let really. me tell you, one of the things I found, the deal with the cold chill of the winds was a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always carry a newspaper with me, and if the wind got 
cold and was coming through my clothes, so I'd wrap the news under my shirt and wrap the newspaper around close to my body. Yep, and that there kept you go. the warmth, times the warmth in my body. Under, under the stars, under a newspaper on a park bench. Yep. Nothing, nothing to do with camping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been there. He calls it camping. He calls it camping. <laughs> Well, you know, these are the lies we tell ourselves. And camping at Pitt Street today. <laughs> yeah, Hyde Park. Hyde yeah, Park. Been there, done that. <laughs> well, Sydney Morning Herald. There, I guess. I think we all had in the days of uh, when they had the, the last buses coming through at about 11 o'clock and you missed the last bus and you're thinking, OK, right. where am I sleeping tonight? Mm, exactly. Mm. Well, I will have to leave you to it. I've got to prepare. I've got a, a double SAA board meeting today. Uh, well, that's actually the AGM for New South Wales. So New South Wales AGMs today, but we're um, doing it via Zoom, which is fantastic. I, I love Zoom. It's just made the world so much more convenient. I don't have to leave Tennefield. I can just go to meetings all over the world and just at the click of a button, love it. Okay. So doing that today, and then tomorrow I'm doing a scouting thing with the lovely Rasheen down in Armadale. She'll be doing preparations for the gang show that they're putting on, and I'll be uh, maybe trying to get out for a cheeky little fish in uh, in uh, something like Beardy Waters might work, or, um, yeah, I'll have a look and, and see what uh, I can get up to. Good on you. Thanks for your time this no morning. No worries, guys. I'll talk to you soon. See you, baby. A cheeky little fish, eh? Yeah, I might call in tomorrow. <laughs> cheeky little fish. Are you aware fish. of that, Steve? I might give you a buzz tomorrow before 6 o'clock. What, to find out if he had a cheeky fish and what he caught? Yeah, what he caught. Mm. 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 And where did he actually cast? What's he using? And did he catch a fish? And what bait was he using to catch the fish? Now, Kieran, we could do. I need you yes. to do a favour. Yeah. Well, not a favour for me, more a favour for you. Get your crayons ready to go. Get your form guide ready I've to got go. Because straight after this break, <clears throat> a man who's on a on a charge at the moment, tipping winners. Well, Alan Blake is tipping winners. Yeah, well, he's not tipping winners, but he's back in the tips. <clears throat> John Karakasana's next. Inflation has hit seven point eight. Interest rates have increased by another point two five percent. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. 
Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au Well, with its unique numbered framing system, PAL kit homes can be easily bolted together and require no special building or carpentry expertise at all. Now, PAL guarantees that their kit homes can be easily built by the owner-builder simply by following their detailed and customised instructions and plans. For more information, you can go to PAL Kit Homes. That's P-A-L-L kithomes.com.au or if you want to telephone them, 1-800-024-912 With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home They make Finance Easy offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank Applying couldn't be easier Just visit the Finance Easy website provide a few details and they'll take care of the rest Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003 Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only 19 minutes past five here on High Tide this morning. Time to find out what we should be fluttering on today. Rose Hill Gardens is the... Sydney venue today, they are racing on... Oh, my goodness, he's just hit the wrong button. Can you believe that? You I'm just ne- got rid of him? No, 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 no. I didn't get rid of John. I uh, just uh, was about to tell him uh, fine will be the forecast. Good four was what I was looking for. Good morning. Garrett, how are you? I'm good, Mr. Boyden. Mr. Ricky, how are we today? Oh, very good, thank you. It is hey, going Grant. to be a, quite an interesting day. I said to... Grant early. Boy, the days have got around to now. If you want to go to the races on a Saturday, you've got to get up at daybreak to get ready to get there. No, you don't. 11 o'clock's the first. Plenty of time, Garrett. <laughs> yeah, you reckon? Yeah, I don't, I don't have much. I don't go to the races much these days because I watch it on the comfort of my lounge. Yeah. Best place to watch. Hey, um, Grant, I'm going to tell you a story about Karen last Saturday. Do tell. Comes in, sits down, orders orders breakfast, eats it up. Oh, sugar. I've got no money. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Saturday or Sunday, I want to know? Saturday. Uh, Last Saturday. So you had two breakfasts last Saturday. You went down to Parama Park Kiosk and had a whole heap of donuts with Blakey and I. Then you went out to Carrot. Oh, you did say you were, in in fairness to you, you did say you were going out for your uh, your special bacon and egg roll. Yeah, but, but like, oh, I got no money after I ate. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know we had no money before. Well, it's no good me saying, Tony, I've got no money prior because I wouldn't get anything. <laughs> oh, my God. It's and, then he has, and then he has the audacity to say, oh, Blakey can pay for this. <laughs> 
John, it's good to have friends. I'll tell you where I bought mine later. <laughs> what are we going to get on today, sir? It's a bit of a tough yeah. day. That's sixth race on the program. $5 the field with uh, Burdenell being the favourite way for Chris Lees. Some tough racing there today, I think. Uh, it, it is hard. Like, uh, I tell you what, we were very stiff not to get our treble last Saturday with uh, Yellow Brick uh, letting us down, but it was a very ordinary ride. The other two, Julie saluted, Antino, and think about it. What a horse, huh? Yeah. yeah. He's the smart horse that think about it. I didn't, oh, yeah. didn't realise. I was I actually... You know, I didn't say on air, but I actually went another way in that race, and a friend of mine's got a ownership in uh, uh, Think About It, so I should have just followed him. He'd be very oh, happy. It just goes to show that uh, Rory Hutchings was a good judge when he won his first two starts on it, and he said, John, this is a group horse in the making. Yeah. He said, the feel he gives me is of a, of a really good horse. Uh, he was right all the way back then. Yeah. And that's, that's why I always tipped it on this show. But, uh, yeah, sky's the limit for him when he returns. He's already got an Everest slot, so uh, smart shopping there. Yep, yep. Anyway, let's go. Let's go. My best bet of the day is in race one at Rose Hill. Race one at 11 o'clock. Yeah, Kieran won't be there for that. No. Chudal Avita. Vita number three. Yeah, it was. Uh, Trained by start. Chris Waller with Kieran McAvoy on board. Out of barrier number six, having its third start. Picked up two solid seconds. Not going down by much on its last start at Rose Hill either. Uh, uh, Should have won last start. Never mind. That was last start. Hopefully it gets the cash today. Mm hmm. Uh, my next best is in race four, number five, Grabrini. I did this a few weeks back when it got the money. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be winning again. Gerald's got this horse flying, Gerald and Sterling. And for my best bet at Ipswich. Ipswich. We're, go- we're, we're going, going to Ippy. In the Ipswich I, I was I was there this time last year. Yeah. Great, great day at Ipswich. Oh, Sarah May Wines have uh, sponsored the first race. The uh, the Morris family, Terry Terry Morris. Oh, I don't know them. I'm sorry. He, um, well, Paul Morris, used to race V8 supercars. That's Daddy. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Now it rings a bell. Yeah, and Sarah May's not a bad. I'm I'm not sponsored by them, and I have no association. But yeah. not a bad drop. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, and if switch in the switch cup. Number one, Numerian. So, race seven, number one, Numerian. Race seven, number one. Well, this, this horse drops a lot in class to what it's been ra- racing against. So, uh, Hey, what? answer me this, Carrots. How yeah. good Annabelle Neesham? Oh, well, she's, uh, she's taken Australian racing by storm, hasn't she? Hasn't she what? Has not has, I, I dare say, and I don't want the phone to ring with abuse, but you get the feeling she's the next first lady of uh, Australian racing taking over from Gay Waterhouse. 48 winners so oh. far. Oh, without, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. 
she's got stables here at Rose Hill now too. And she's got good crew working for her, the stable uh, foremans and, and, and all of the strappers and yeah. everybody, just totally dedicated. She's uh, Look, Annabelle's a really nice girl. Yeah. I knew, uh, I knew I first met Annabelle when she first came up here as uh, a caretaker trainer for Karen Ma. Yeah. And she was based here at Rose Hill, and uh, yeah, she's a lovely girl. I want to talk to Kiramar. I want to. I want to know what's going on with him with hair. Yeah, remember how all those uh, those curly locks that went all the way down. Then he went for the shortcut. Now he's got the shortcut, and he's got a mudguard. Like <laughs> he's 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 almost. He's. I think he's trying for a spot in ZZ Top. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Kieran's Kieran's always been. <laughs> but he's a, a very, very good trainer. Very good trainer. Oh, I definitely can train. Yeah. Kieran actually, Kieran actually trained a winner for me at Warrnambool oh, about 10 years ago. Yeah. A horse, a horse called um, Royal Hawaiian. Kathy, Kathy Payne rode it. Yeah. Oh, no, Kathy Payne. No, who's the... Yeah, no, Michelle no, Payne. Michelle? Michelle, Michelle, Kathy, Kathy's Karen McAvoy's wife. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, she, she, uh, she wrote a winner for me and Karen trained it. Nice. Should have gone to Warnable that, 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 that time. I'm surprised started, you didn't. <laughs> started $21. Wow. Yeah, oh, well, I had a lousy 50 on it. Something. Something for the battlers. Something for the battlers, as they say. Carrots, thanks for your time this morning. You have a, a great day out there, and uh, good luck with the tips for today. Okay. Hopefully we stay on a winning roll. John Caracasanas. Oh, talk about winning rolls. Is there any more up there today? you, you got no money. Only, only if you come in and pay for last week's and this week's, yeah, there'll be one for you, Kieran. Yeah, he's busy. He's got to go home and rearrange his sock drawer. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> See you, Carrots. On, on, on that note, have a good weekend. <laughs> you too, buddy. See ya. John Karakasanis there on High Tide 27 after 5. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Pick your favourite Kia. From the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street-cred-delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. 
Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670-8888. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSuperNetwork.com More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 29 minutes away from five. If you missed Carrot's tips at Rose Hill today, uh, race one, number three, race four, number five, and at Ipswich, where they are racing on rain-affected track, a soft five there. Race seven, number one are the tips for today. Speaking of tips, let's find a good place to go fishing for today. How's that sound, Kieran? Sounds yeah, very good. Where are we going? Let's go and have a chat to PJ. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good day, mate. How are you going? Not, How are you, Kieran? Not too yeah. bad this end. Pete, what's right. happening up there? Have you been out from Old Bar? Has he been yeah, out? Yeah, I have, yeah. Has yeah, he been is, out? Has is it, Does a man walk? How many times do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been out, oh, I think I've been out four and a, five times this week. Nice. It's um, we're chasing, chasing blackfish, chasing paler, and um, chasing drummer. You name it, we've been doing it. But um, yeah, no, fishing's been really good off the beach. Um, I'll start with um, uh, last Sunday. Mark Taylor had his nephew up, and they went up to Second Corner and they fished off the beach, and they got good catch of salmon and Taylor. Um, it's good to see the salmon have turned up. I was watching a school of salmon from um, Wallaby Point Headland the other day, and then all the way down to Saltwater Point, I was watching schools of salmon being marauded by dolphins, so that was pretty interesting to watch, but Mark and um, uh, young Cameron Taylor, yeah, they got salmon and tail off the beach, and got a few brim and two small jew, which were legal, so that was that was pretty good for them, and then they went out offshore, um, and they also got into the trag up there off Diamond Head Wide, uh, trag, snapper, a few pearlies, um, the, the offshore fishing's really turned on. The currents are backed off a wee bit. I know Benny Pake's got over 50 kilo of snapper this week. Um, 
uh, trapping and he's been hand lining a few trag as well. Um, the rivers, um, I hadn't seen him for a while. I, I didn't know where he was, but yeah, Lee Atkins and his son, they've been fishing the South Channel a lot of the river. Um, soft plastics and getting some really nice catches of, of, um, of uh, sorry, flathead and brim on the soft plastics. You know, they're going out and getting half a dozen flatties and half a dozen brim each time they go. So wow. the, the fishing there in the river's been pretty well. Um, or, or the beach fishing he hasn't been doing much of because he's been concentrating on the river. But, yeah, uh, like I tell you, the, the amount of fish he's been catching, um, and he lets a lot of them go, of course, um, he just he really, really knows that part of the river really well. And uh, I was talking to him and... Um, you know, I've been in the area for 18 months and it takes a long time to get to know how that river works. And I'm starting to treat it like the Hawkesbury. It's a big river. Um, it runs pretty hard. So I start applying some principles I know about the Hawkesbury and I'm starting to see my catches improve there too. So, um, yeah, by talking to the older fellas like Lee Atkins, um, you can learn a lot. You know, he's been fishing that river for decades. So they're um, down... On the rocks, well, it's drama, drama, more drama, um, blackfish, tailor, salmon and brim. Um, at the moment, off the beaches, uh, a pilly on a gang hook, you're going to get tailor, you're going to get salmon. Um, the other morning, I went down and fished the bottom of the tide at 9.30. I was throwing some pillies around, getting tailor, and I was winding a tailor in, and all of a sudden, I just feel wallop and... The rod buckles a bit and line starts feeding out. And I said, uh, yeah, something to grab my tailor. And then in the back of the wave, I saw a Jew. And I thought, oh, you bet. I got myself fish here, you know, a 10, 12 kilo fish. And uh, after a bit of a tussle, it come undone. And when I retrieved my tailor, the gang hooks had rolled around and uh, the barbs of the, uh, the gang hooks penetrated the side of the fish. So I could uh, get him into the mouth of the Jew. And he, I just had him in a bit of a lock jaw. That was all. So unfortunately, uh, yeah, missed out on him, but um, it's always a good healthy sign to see fish in the middle of the day like that. Bright, sunny morning, clear water, still there. Yeah. The, um, you know, like the, 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 the gut has been pretty good uh, where we fish. Uh, there's a constant supply of bait fish at the moment, uh, which is testament to the amount of dolphins we're seeing along the beach. And, you know, it's great to be sitting there on, on the morning with the sun coming up having a fish, watching whales breach three or 400 yards out. It's an amazing, amazing sight to see. Yeah. And, and I, I, I know that, you know, bringing the boat up on Monday, I'm a bit stressed about how many uh, whales are out there. But when you're out there surfing and you, you see dolphins swim past and whales breaching, you just think to yourself, how good is life? Well, life's pretty good unless you get overlooked for um, being an ambassador of the boat show, but that's probably because the other fella didn't talk about, you know, nuking whales, I guess. Ooh, <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a sly grin on his face. You're going to be working at the boat show? Sorry? You'll be working at the boat show? Oh, I wouldn't call it working, mate. Not when you're standing on stage, you know, telling people about what you love doing. Yeah. I don't call that work, but yeah, I'll be there. That's good. Greg Reed going to be there as part. well? Sorry? Reedy going to be up there with you? I believe so, yep. We can ask him later. Um, Tim Simpson. Yeah, uh, I know Timmy's gone. Justin Duggan as well. Dustin's back. And um, Reese Creed from Social Fishing. Uh-huh. 
If you want to learn about catching Murray Cod, Reese Creed is the guy to talk to. But, um, yeah, no, I'm waiting to see what the outcome is of the show um, and the rest of the rest of the stage group. Well, well there should be the stage group. That's enough. Don't need any more than you blacks. Well, well, between us, we we know the odd thing or two about fishing, so. Yeah. Not like it's our first radio. We work pretty well as a team, too. Um, so we're, we're, we're all looking forward to that, to be honest. Like, you know, yeah, same. Like, same. I can't yeah, wait to get there this year. Yeah, no, I can't wait. And it'd be good to catch up with you. And um, Yeah, but at the moment, fish-wise, like, if you can't catch a fish between Foster and Port Macquarie, um, at the moment, I'd seriously consider taking up golf. It means you're no good at it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so where do I get my golf clubs? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm, days, mate. I'm going out to do a, a, a little bit of, uh, well, going out to check my mooring um, today in Pitwater. So I've decided, Kieran's decided for me, I'm going to take my fishing rod and we're going to have a little bit of fun out there today. Why yeah, not? Good on you. Oh, what, you're taking Kieran out with you? No, no, Kieran wouldn't. Oh. wouldn't I don't know whether I can stand up in that boat. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, be like that old uh, Don't tell me, Sonny, I know boats. Next thing you fall through it. Yep, fall straight in the ring. <laughs> no way in the world. <laughs> uh, well, best of luck today. And, um, yeah, fingers crossed for you on Monday. But, Thank you. Uh, we'll talk tomorrow morning, yeah? Look forward to that. Buddy, you back on the road? Yeah, I'm about to start up and head off again. So Thanks for your... I'm at the BP at Nan Bucket now. So. How was the traffic? No, 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 nothing. Nothing this morning? Yeah, no, we... Um, yeah, Saturdays, Saturdays aren't too bad. They're not as quiet as Sunday. Like Sunday, you can go up the highway and no one passes you. you yeah. Know? Well, enjoy Nambucker. It's one of my favourite places in New South Wales. So uh, thanks for your time and drive safe. Right, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Cheerio. See you, mate. PJ there with his fishing report from up north. He yeah. looks like, he, have you been out fishing during the week? I love that question. <laughs> it's like... Did you, did you wake up and breathe this morning? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he is fanatical about it, which is awesome, awesome. And the, the catches are great. And don't forget, he also does have a YouTube page too. If you want to go and see any of his cooking or get those recipes for same, um, definitely go and do that. 20 minutes away from six here on High Tide. State of Origin, the rivalry without rival. Adds another chapter in 2023. Munster into the backfield. The Hammer scores the try. Can Queensland steal the series or will New South Wales turn the tide in Brisbane? Comes down. They've got a shift. Luoy shifts down the court scores. The battle for state supremacy resumes Wednesday, June 21. Join Origin Live for all the game to action at Suncorp Stadium from 7pm. You don't want to miss Flight Centre's spiciest Asia sale yet with great savings for Japan, Thailand, Bali and beyond. Save up to $1,000 on Thailand, 40% off the Maldives, 20% off Hong Kong, $1,414 bonus value on Bali and up to $865 off Singapore. Don't miss out. These terrific deals won't last long, so book now. With over 90 stores in New South Wales, find your local travel expert and book today. Flight Centre. Uh, have you uh, renewed our business insurance? Actually, <laughs> of course he hasn't. He hates paperwork. And you are? The Grim Renewer, putting the ew into renewing insurance. 
Complicated quotes. Job. Time. To... Yeah, no, I've done it. Wait, what? I went online to bizcover.com.au, compared multiple policies, and got my business insurance pack in minutes. No dramas? Not with Bizcover. Uh, oh, sorry about your wall. All good. We're insured. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coats or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats, equipped for anything. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Say hello to Motorola Edge 30 Ultra. Hello, Moto. Capture your sharpest, most beautifully detailed photos in any light with a 200-megapixel camera system, the industry's highest resolution. Experience the fastest, most powerful Snapdragon processor. And fuel up in minutes with the fastest turbo power charging ever. Stunning, endless Edge design and breathtaking views on a totally immersive 6.67-inch display. Find your Edge with Motorola Edge 30 Ultra. Hello, Moto. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down. Welcome back to High Tide. I've got to tell you, Kieran, you've got to hop on Facebook and take a look at Brad's Facebook page. All you can see is people standing around with absolutely massive fish. Bradley, how do you do it, mate? <laughs> uh, it's all about the uh, way you hold your tongue, it is, I think, when you go <laughs> fishing sometimes. It's was... been great. You, you guys have been dragging in some massive things. Yeah, the jewfish and the lake and the flathead and everything's been really, really good lately, it has, that's for sure. So it's... what's if we're heading out today, where would you recommend we go? Uh, in the lake. I'd go on the south side of Wanji, Poolbar Island, and sort of some of the bays to the um, – Southwest of Pool Bar and the lake for um, broom, flathead, jewfish, tailor, and some reddies. And offshore, I'll sort of be heading um, to the southeast again to the deeper reefs, you know, in anywhere from say 70 to 100 metres for some nice snapper and trag. And also, I'm going to fish in shallows on the weekend and um, we'll be going for some reddies and some trag there. But I think the better ones are out a little bit deeper at the moment. So Overall, how's it been? Like, Are there plenty of fish out there or do you have to work for it? I think it's quite good at the moment. There's plenty around at the moment, that's for sure. Yeah. Especially if you're in the lake, if you can find a bait down the south end of the lake, it's sort of like, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of fish around to be caught there anyway, especially Flathead and Taylor in yeah. the daytime. It's quite good. And any special rigging you'd be using going for those Flathead and that brim down at that southern end? Uh, if you like flicking lures, the uh, 75 mil Samaki vibes are quite good and you can sort of um, work the bait schools with them, which is, you know, really good. Or at the moment, 
you can, you know, in the night time fishing for brim, just the old, you know, mullet fillets, you know, strips and uh, lightly weighted baits in a burly trail are sort of very, very effective at the moment, that's for sure. So have you got charters on both days this weekend? Uh, on Sunday only, uh, doing a little bit of maintenance on the boat at the moment. So <laughs> Tell me go- about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, painting and polishing. Yeah, Isn't it's it all hoot? good, but <laughs> yeah. Absolute hoot. It's all part of the deal. It's sort of yeah. got to love it. You show it a bit of love and it shows you a bit of love and doesn't stop, then it doesn't. So that's all good. And that's... people have been getting out okay through uh, the, the Swansea Heads this, this week. It hasn't been, There has been uh, wind, but it's mostly been coming from the west, so that wouldn't upset it too much, I wouldn't think. No, it's very, very calm. It's perfect. Oh, ideal conditions for crossing the bar is sort of... Yeah, it's been really, really good for that at the moment. It has been. So, yeah, that's not a problem at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just the amount of whales out there would be a bigger problem than anything at the moment. There's so many whales around out there. Yeah, you've spotted a few, have you? Yes. Yes, I went out whale watching last weekend on Sunday morning and I probably would have been about 50 just in a couple of hours out there that I've seen that was sort of um, inshore. And there's a lot of boats fishing around. So, um, yeah. It's got to be aware and alert of what goes on there then anyway, that's for sure. They have been coming in very, very close this year. too. It was a, a video on um, YouTube of a couple of surfers and there was a whale sitting right behind them and it, like we're right in the shallows there. Yep. Yep, I've seen them last week along Caves Beach just like behind the breakers and then they've actually got to swim out to go around the bombies and the island off Swansea Heads. They do. They're sort of... Um, Really, really close in they are, some of them, that's for sure. Cool. If uh, anyone wants to book with Renegade, how should they do it? Uh, just send us a message on our Instagram or Facebook page or give us a call, uh, 0437 389 097. Hey, Brad, thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend fishing. Thank you very much. You too. Take it easy. Thanks very much, Grant. Brad Eckham there from Renegade Charters. Kieran, I've got to tell you, I know how much you love sailing. Right? You know, I've been posting the, the updates on, you know, how the, my uh, boat's been coming along. You know who contacted me the other day who's also got a boat, uh, a sailboat down in Pitwater, a name from the past from you? David Raphael. Oh. Davey. What's he good in down there? I, I, I'm yet to find out, but we're going to catch up. Uh, David, for those who don't know, a very, very, very good race caller who uh, now I believe is off doing something else, but he's got a sailboat down there. I'm going to catch up with him during the week. A lot of, lot of people in the racing game are fishos and boaties and sailing, sailing people. Too many of them play golf. We need oh, to get that out of their play system. Golf. Um, a lot of the jockeys golf and fish. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them fish, a lot of them fish. Who was it? Somebody during the week was uh, saying that they were taking a holiday, a, a jockey or just taking a holiday and went out and did some fishing, and I'm sitting in the background going, yeah. <laughs> they love it. Jimmy Cassidy was a very good fisherman. So was Daryl Breedman. Uh, Darren. Darren Breedman. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, James Innes. Mm. Not Junior, but his dad. Yeah. Yeah, I, him and... Uh, Con Caracasanas. 
Yeah, yeah. Very well, keen for shakes. I think he learned from his uncle, so. Yeah. They, that's something that makes it a bit difficult for him. <laughs> the, the only, I, I, I th- it's funny because so many of the, the uh, trainers and every everything on Facebook have, uh, you know, you have multiple photos of horses. You go to Con's Facebook page and it's fish, 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 fish. He loves it. He loves it. And obviously very good at it, too. He's got some good-sized fish. Clary Connors. Clary Connors. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of really top fishermen. Um, Jack Denham used to drag me aside and talk to me about fishing. Yeah. What do you think it is, Karen? Do you think it's um, because they're in such a high-stress job and, um, you know, there's so much to manage that that's great escapism? Well, it's like golf. It certainly takes... Microphone. It certainly takes everything away from you. Yeah. You know, whatever you think, whatever your dramas are, are gone. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you really want to hit that golf ball, or if you're really trying to work out how in the hell am I going to catch a fish? Yeah. You know, everything else has disappeared. Yeah, and that's what surfing did for me. Exactly the same. So we're all looking for the same thing. We're trying different sports to try and find that. Um, but yeah, fishing. Is certainly one that you see a lot of people that have got high-profile jobs, jobs, not so much high-profile jobs, but jobs that have got pressure that yeah. are all looking for that escapism. Mm. Mm. Who would you Greg rate? Greg Norman. Greg Norman? Yeah. Yeah. One. Was a fisher? Yeah, I fished with him out of Madang. Madang? Yeah. What'd you catch? A Marlin. <laughs> Uh, mainly all pelagic fish. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, fish in deep water and that up there. Mm-hmm. What's the best fishing location you've been to? In, in I know that's a big question for you because you've been to a hell of a lot of them. Anywhere in the world? I'm just trying to think. Have I stumped Probably you? Probably the two places. Solomon Islands. Yeah. And Guam. Why? What about those Guam, were so... Guam, you just walk out the front, just like it has a harbour. Yeah. And then it goes and off that harbour, it just drops hundreds of feet. Yeah. So you catch big pelagic fish straight away. Down the bottom of uh, Fiji... We're down fishing down the bottom there. Yeah, you go into deep water channels there, and you catch a big run of marlin and uh, big eyed trevally and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and up up in the islands in the Solomons, right? You know where you travel for nearly a day by rowboat or by a, a long boat. And um, deserted type islands, you know, they oh. just the locals live on the island, yeah. the coral islands. Um, the diving was great there, and the fishing was great there. Huh. Never missed there. Yeah, there are three good spots that I've been to. Yeah, because I mean, fishing's been but so. I mean, I fished off Cairns and Port Douglas and caught heaps of great fish up there as well. Here off Sydney, I used to go regularly out with Ross, uh, Ross Hunter. Uh, that was great. We'd go out from Port Hacking. 
Uh, it was. We might actually Peter start a, a thread on on the Facebook page and find out um, from people what what is their favorite favorite fishing place. And it doesn't doesn't have to be an exotic location. It can just be something that you just go there and you like. Like PJ was talking about, he's he's bought the knowledge he has of the Hawkesbury River up to where he is now and starting to bring some of that. And it might just be because you know the way a particular spot fishes that yeah, fires see, you up. People like PJ, PJ who will catch a variety of fish. So I would think that Pete would like to would have places that he goes where he knows he's going to catch... Old faithfuls. Yeah, where he's going to catch a variety of species. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and I, I suppose one other question, if you could catch any fish to bring home to eat, we're talking about here. If you could catch any fish, any species, right on your back door, which one would you, which one would you want? Mullet. Mullet? I like mullet. Mullet? I'm surprised that you yeah, said that. I like that. mullet? Yeah. Uh, I suppose uh, I like mullet, I like flathead, and I like whiting. And you I didn't put... like s- the whiting, catching the whiting of a morning, we were talking about, you know, Fishing in, in rivers and creeks and stuff and off the beaches up there on the central coast, yeah. especially on the central coast. You know, you have the fry pan right there. Have that going and just boom, boom, a bit of with the butter, melted butter, and throw the um, the whiting straight in that. Yeah. Great. I love whiting too. Always have loved whiting. I'm surprised with that. That, but see, that's why you ask. Why I ask strange questions from time to time. I would have thought, with the way that you talk about snapper, that would have been number one on your plate. No, no. I used to go like, like catch snapper, mainly because we used to do raffles in pubs. Yeah, a mate of mine, mid mid Shimbrick. Mitch became quite famous as a deckhand up there for uh, Lee Marvin. Oh. Lee Marvin, you know, in, in, he went to Cairns, he left Parramatta and went up there. Yeah. But he and I used to, uh, we'd duck out the front here and grab grab a few snapper and that because they were they looked great on a tray and people would buy raffle tickets for that, you know? Yeah. So that was a bit of an income. Nice. Now, don't forget, uh, speaking of the Facebook page, we'd love you to get involved with the community on there. And uh, we also podcast this show on hourly blocks. are available at your favourite podcasters, including now, as of this week, I've been working a little bit behind the scenes. YouTube, the podcasts are now up on YouTube and they go up automatically on there as oh, okay. well. So... Unfortunately for you, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, you can't you can't get by without catching up with us. Yeah, I got to send a couple of quick cheerios Please do. to Pete's Cafe out of Kellyville. Uh, good morning to Dave Munsey out there, the Glenory Fisho. Uh, those that work in the shop, Guy, Eva, Mia, Lisa, uh, Steve, and John get there. Ronnie Abdullah called in my place. We got sausage rolls tomorrow. Yeah, where are they? They'll tomorrow, be in tomorrow, I'll bring them in tomorrow. Yeah. Did, you, did you forget them? I did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brendan will be happy to know that Skyco came, uh, Daniel and Zach, and reinstalled a, a new air conditioning conditioner yesterday so the house can get warm, or it is warm again. 
And I'd like to thank, um, I've got to say good day to Rachel and Oz Realty. If you're looking to go and get involved with a realty, uh, a real estate mob, Oz Realty. This is High Tide. It's coming up to the 6 o'clock news. On the other side of that, that we'll be back with our last hour of the program. Jam-packed and controversy to kick things off. Kira Riki will be back on his soapbox. Don't 